the book of Ephesians is where we were and talking. And Ephesians is written by this gentleman we call our brother Paul, who has, <clears throat> as we said last time, this was a place where he was uh, earlier, and so he is sending this letter to these folks here at Ephesians. These are scenes according to the opening verses in Ephesians chapter 1. Um, we talked about these some keywords just so that we can understand what's going on. We have the term apostles, which means one who is sent, and in particular here, one who has been personally sent by Jesus Christ himself. Then we have saints, as one and another phrase here mentioned in verse 1, and apostle of Jesus Christ, and by the will of God to the saints. And so saints are those persons who we say, I uh, believe as you told me last time, that it is uh, appropriate, correct, I have your permission to call you saints in public, um, without fear of somebody saying, why well, you call them saint? You know, um, in a body perfect, saint does not imply perfection. Who these are the saints who were at Ephesus and who were faithful. It also suggests if I just take words saints and faithful, uh, it means that could we say that all saints are faithful? Um, no. Um, are all uh, believers who are faithful saints? What's the word? Are all believers who are faithful are they saints? The corporate word is. Should believers, if they believe they are, um, who are in Christ Jesus. This in Christ Jesus, by the way, that's an interesting term. I agree. Yeah, but the, in Christ Jesus, trying to figure out what does that mean. And then it says, uh, we'll talk a little bit about that in a moment, but grace, we mentioned last time, grace and peace uh, from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. So they got these two, uh, we can call them gifts. Uh, grace and peace. These are like we talk about how we greet people. These things we extend. But he have, this is a double dose. So he's bringing as an ambassador, as an apostle, he's bringing grace and peace from God the Father and from Jesus Christ or our Lord Jesus Christ. Then in verse 3 where we were last time, he says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessings in heavenly places, in again Christ. Back to uh, verse 2, before we slip out of back to 3, finish 3, slide into 4, and see what happens before we close the door. All right, let's go back to verse 3. It says, grace and peace. Do you agree that you can have peace with no grace? <clears throat> or could you have grace and no peace? Are they necessary? Which one do you think is the prerequisite? Which one is most important? Okay. <laughs> don't don't say too much because you may, <laughs> you may you may you may want to regret that and you may say is that your final answer? But um, let's say in the context, grace comes with grace to you and peace from God the Father. And we defined grace last time for us, basic definition. What did we say grace is? So we'll know it. It's, it's basically a person that we are not um, entitled to. Okay. So you get something you don't even deserve. Right. Uh, so, wow, you give me that? But I don't deserve that. It's yours. That's grace. All right? An unmerited favor, a gift. You don't deserve that. You can't say, I earned that, babe. I owe that I deserve that. It's my right. 
No, not grace. You can't claim that on grace. So here comes grace. And listen to this. If God gives you his grace, it should there not be naturally flowing out of that. There's a peace. Certainly, there's a peace with God if you respond appropriately to the grace. If you accept the gift, wow, then you should have made God all right. We type. We like that. All right, yeah. So grace and peace from God the Father and from Jesus Christ has some double kind of grace and peace. You, 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 that's like a sandwich in there. You know, you're looking good. And then he says, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. By the way, again, basic definition, blessed man in simple term now. What is blessed? No, we not try to divorce yourself from what we hear today, blessed. <laughs> you know, yeah. Just just cause because you know what that man you have to ask them what you mean. Yeah, yeah. But let's say for our in the context, and if you look at this word in the Greek, uh, what does it simply mean? Blessed. Blessed be God. And it's what's it mean? Give me another word if you choose, and then I because I still primary school I let primary school I get put out last year. Higher power, I guess. Higher power? Higher power knows. I guess Put some aside as, as good, as holy. Higher level. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll talk, I'll talk, because I, I don't know if I can go that way, you know. There's some... <laughs> uh, blessed be God. Take blessed out. Give me something else. Something be God. Recognize Him as holy. Recognize God as what? Holy. Holy. Just like saying, holy be God. God, you're holy. Well, well, okay. I, I'm going to hold that there or, or, or put that on, on, on pause. All right. Any other definition that I can weave and make sure what you give me, well, this is possible. Whatever you give me can knock out this holy. All right. Clearly, we can always agree that God is holy. Unquestionable. No argument. You have nothing that will stand up to the fact that God is indeed holy. He is the standard of holiness. If you want to find out what holy looks like, looks like smell like, Check God out. That, that, that's what holy is given. No argument against that. Blank be God. Here it says, blessed. Remember another word. Be God. Praise. Be. Can I say, where it says be, of course in the original it just says, blessed the God. Uh, uh, but we, to make sense in our English, we say be God. You know, because you take the, say, what well, you talk about now? By blessed the God. Isn't it? Nobody say the God like that, unless you think the God of something you say something other for understanding. So if I say praise, be God or the God. But my God has just because some people just go praise God, just like I say bless God. It still makes sense. So blessed could be praise, holy, holy and praise. I can't use them um, synonymously, interchangeably, it still have because when I say holy be God. That's a certain thing, that's a statement, and I say, blessed be God, or praise be God, that does not necessarily say the same thing. Okay? Yeah, holy uh, is what he is, but because he is holy, he should be blessed, or he should be praised. Okay, yeah, because of he, so this, 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 this characteristic that he has, just because of who he is and his basic essence, that's his DNA. You know, he can't separate his holiness from who he is, that's him. If you see a little piece of God, if that's possible, that little piece is holy. All right? Whatever is of him is holy. What he say is holy. What he says is holy. What he does is holy. 
where he is. It's holy. Holy. You know, this is holy ground. You know, remember when Moses, you know, and he said, take them to jam shoes up, boy. You know, this is holy ground you're standing on. Yeah, yeah. And Moses said, oh, you're going flat, you know, because when you get in his presence, you say, well, I don't feel worthy to stand up straight, talk about Jay. Man up, you better man down. You know, the police call man down, need back up, help, you know, but you get flat in his presence because he is all of that and more than we can ever imagine. Blessed. Blessed in the simple sense is like praise. It is simply to speak well of, to say something good of God. So if you say, tell me something good about God, bless God, you know, do something good, say something good, worthy of praise or well spoken of, blessed be God. Well, I could just look back at this and says, well, why should, why should I bless him? I can go back to verse 2. I bless him just for the fact that of his grace that he gives me. And he sends me the peace along with that. It's a double package. I didn't deserve the grace to begin with. And then he gives that to me. My automatic response, like if we say, how manners, somebody gives you something, show a little bit of gratitude. Somebody gives you something, say thank you. God gives you grace. He said, thank you. Could you tell me something else about God? Bless God. You know, well, he's holy. Bless God. You tell us, God is holy. Man. Speak well of him. Tell me something else that is good about God. I want you to gossip about God. But this time, gossip something good, not something negative. Because what you have negative really doesn't stick anyhow, because it is, does not fit. It does not stay attached to God's character. Because what we said earlier, God is absolutely holy. So anything you try to say to him that is contra, victory to that holiness won't stand up in the light of truth. So when we say, blessed be God, in verse 3, yeah, who is the Father? See the relationship of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us. Uh-oh, here's now, wait a minute. God, has God got anything good to say about us? Because now God's blessing us. Because right before even right now, he'd ask us, bless God. Say something good about God. By the way, people find that difficult to say, you know. You know, even though we say it often, say bless God. Let me give you an example. Give me one thing that you can say about God. As if somebody who didn't know about it, he just heard the word God. And um, he said, tell me something good about it. Give me one thing that you can think of other than what we've been talking about. Holy, tell me something good about God. Gossip God. Tell me something else about God. Merciful. God is merciful. Okay, yeah, that's one thing. I, I think I need at least three more for me to get my thankful. God is on your side. Omniscience. Alright. He must be a scientist. Omniscience. How about that? Alright. Meaning that he is all he's smart, smart. He is omniscient. It was, uh, it's like conscience of science in it. Alright, when you spell it and you use it, but omniscient. He has all knowledge. That's a crazy thought. You have just this, the thinking about somebody who knows everything, hurt your head. Because I can't think about it. How, how, how could you conceptualize that? How do you hold that thought? Imagine somebody knowing all things. What is it that you do not know? How do you know you don't know that? Because you formulate a thought and says, I don't know that. 
<laughs> no, don't think about that. But let's think about it. God is omniscient. He knows everything. <laughs> I just know that everything there is to know, God knows. And I don't even know what there is to know. But God knows that too. And all of that, He knows. Because He is omniscient. So God is omniscient. He's merciful. I need some more. Tell me something good about God. He is here on your side and in your back. Yeah, right? He is present. Good. That's good news. Somebody get bored today. Just say, what? Well, I ain't juicy enough. What else is about God? Tell me. He's merciful. He is all knows everything. And He's always present. He's never late. He's always here. He's always in the present. Because there is no and essentially, God has no history because he's always current. And yet we know because that's how we perceive or we could understand our experience. We have to divide it up into time, periods, like past, present, future. Otherwise, we make no sense when we talk. You know, uh, so was, what does that mean? I is here. Now, for him to speak bad, we say he is burying. Yesterday when I is fishing, you said yesterday, and you say, it's, it's me now. Uh, yesterday I was fishing, I catch fish, you know? And when I, when I go up, I, I, it's now doctor. Doctor, whatever you want to be. That's you say, when you go, you still go We say, you don't understand what you're saying. You're confused, you need to be institutionalized. One institution, maybe up in Fox Hill, where they call have a pink porch. Yeah, they call it Sandy. Yeah, dance, <laughs> hospital. Yes. What else is about God? He, I need one more. Tell me something good about God and so that you can bless God. So this is a blessing God. Say something good about God. This is why I said it's difficult. Well, because we don't think about it often enough. Just say something good. And sometimes you will hear it when we say, if we have a prayer and we say, let's just uh, spend some time praying, but let's just tell God something good about what he had. Don't ask him for nothing. Boy, that's hard for some people to do. You listen carefully, they will slip right into something at the end, asking God for something. Don't ask him for nothing. Say, God, I ask him for much. Don't ask for nothing. Just tell him something about him. Say, God, you're merciful. You are so smart. You know everything, and you are here. This is amazing. What else could you say about this God? He called him a thing. <laughs> okay. Is that he created something amazing, makes it even more amazing. Wow. Yeah. Made you and me, and then the environment when we look at what's there and say, but somebody did that. This being called God, you are amazing. Create that, and just by talk, that sounds like he get a lot of power. So he is he's all powerful. That is demonstrated in his artistic, you know, um, I guess not ability. That's just who he is. He's the power to do that. And that's amazing. God is amazing. He's merciful. He is present. He is <laughs> intelligent beyond measure. This God is absolutely fantastic. Well, that's saying bless God. Because we could say that to people. Otherwise, people will say some things to you. But now, that's blessing on the God side. When it talks about now, we have also been blessed. What is it that God can say, if anything at all? What can God say about us that is good? Our image. Our image. 
But even that, that's him. Because he gave you that. And said, look, you look just like me. Wow. <laughs> you are made in his image. You know, that's what God can say, right? You know, because that's what he's about doing for us to become more Christ-like. Now, obviously, he's not talking in terms of physical feature. You know, and we will say, will the real you please stand up? Who you are in Christ Jesus. That's who we're supposed to be day by day becoming based on what we understand. Wow, I'm supposed to be thinking this. Why thinking comes into play? Does not scripture say that as a man, woman, generic, as a person thinks in his heart? Your heart? Really, nobody thinks in your heart. Heart is just this physical organ that has one job, boring job to do. You know, contract and that's it. And then you get these different chambers, right, nerves. We go, you know, you know, that's it. That's all. That's a boring life. But the Bible says, as a man thinks in his heart, that's who he is. Now, when a person thinks a certain way and then acts differently, what do we call them? Crazy. Very good. Did you say crazy? <laughs> no. What did you say? Your hip is crooked. That's what she said. You know, you're hypocrite. So if you say, no, you think one way, but you can't, you act differently. Well, or you think way, you say, well, why did you say something differently? Well, what, did you think about that? No. You just, well, what's wrong with you? You can't do that. It, it needs to be processed. You know, so your thoughts, your words, if your actions. They need to be all aligned together so it makes sense. It is rational. But people who have not don't follow that process, you say, hmm, I'm not sure what to believe. They do this, but they say that, which is opposite by contrast, or they think, but you say, as you think, and the way we say, if I watch you long enough, if I study you, watch what you say, what you do, where you do it, then I'm because I can't see your thoughts. The only way I can guess what you are thinking is by what you do. That makes a little bit of sense. Is that possible? If I want to study something, because we can't see thought, but we can hear words. You know, I can see actions, and sometimes I merge what I hear, what I see, and come up with a, a possible answer. Because somebody can swing you, because if they set you up, they'll say certain things to persuade you, thinking you'll buy that. Well, they would do certain things, hoping that that would be adding us evidence to convince you. But really down in the, we call in the kidney of their heart, <laughs> if there's such a thing, you know. <laughs> yeah, they, they're deep down, you know, in the heart of hearts, they call it. They're really setting you up because they want you to think a certain way. They're trying to persuade you by sending out some, I guess, some force, some signals that are not, in essence, truth. But they, they get you to believe that, hey, got it, but now here's the real me. Jekyll and Hyde, you know, I am going to swing you, or you schizophrenic. But you just did that, said that today, but then the next day, they, what, what's going on? Which one is the real one? Keep watching, you know, and watch when they think you're not watching. Then you might see something, hear something. Ah, that's another element of this person's character. That's interesting indeed. All right, so let's go here. If we say we've been blessed, and for those who just came, we were reviewing some things in terms of blessed simply, but blessed is simply to say something good about. And we find that some people find it difficult to say something, but not difficult. They haven't given it much thought. And if you say give them something good about God, what can you say? Here's something else to do the reverse. I'm sure it doesn't apply to anybody in the room. So let's try this. What do you think are some of the things people could say that are bad? 
about God. Not good. So they're not blessing God because they don't have nothing good to say. But they believe if he's there, but they have nothing good to say about him. So what would some of those things outside in the world and the community in the neighborhood that you have heard in the past that people may say about God that it's not good, it's not very complimentary about God? What, what, what's, what's on the street? What's the word on the street? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what they talk about the same about God these days, you know? They say God is contradictory. Yes. Wow, God says this and then he does something different. You can't trust a man. And, uh, say not love like you, that. But I create he create. Say love you, but I create hell. Yeah. Say, wow. Well, that, that's something else. But for God so loved the world. You shall be damned to hell, each one of you. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> you know? What's the, the, didn't you say love? God is contradictory. Very good. Anything else you heard on the streets? That's from a color down, a color corner, and that's on the street. It's over the hill, green town, farm road. Now, now back up, watch it. <laughs> you know, in the grove. What else to say? I'm sorry. He is very judgmental. He can't just let people. He makes these judgments. You, you, you know, the very legalistic. You know? <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. You can't do that. I don't like no kind of God like that. You know, he's very judgmental. Mm -hmm. Very good. What else? I yeah. What's the, what's the latest thing on the talk show, radio talk show? They always get something to talk about. And everybody knows what's going on. What they saying nowadays in the barbershop? He is too nosy. <laughs> He's dropping on everything, you know? There is no privacy. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. God, it's just disgusting, you know? Yeah. <laughs> He doesn't exist to begin with. So, hey, it's an illusion. Well, if it's an illusion, then we don't have to worry about the privacy issue because then you're hey, there. All right, to begin with. So, that, that takes care of all the other things because if I you, you can accuse me of being judgmental and you don't say anything. So, those are obviously two different persons who talk about that. Once he's too judgmental, everyone says, but he doesn't exist. No? Uh, obviously, the person who says that he's judgmental must believe that he exists. Okay? Yeah? Okay. And he's not hypocritical. If he is not, no, it doesn't exist. So those who make these allegations assume that he does exist, but I have some things against him. I'm taking him to court. Yeah. Oh, that's scary. Yeah. in court. Who's going to be the judge? Yikes. <laughs> Any one more thing. Give me one more negative thing about God. Doesn't care. That's the hell and love kind of combination. You say love you, but it's mine. Create yeah. Create evil. Ooh. That is. Ooh, that is. That is. That is a stinger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a setup. You know, he knows he's a left hand. He pretending he can give you that left jab and you get a right cross. Twist your jaw right up. Crap. You know. No. Lights out. <laughs>